Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon show. We are excited to have co-founder of Cricket Shirts Apparel. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I, I used to love the shirts, but then, but I like the jackets. I like the pullovers. I, like the, I mean, there's so many good things you guys are doing, man. And what an expansion you guys have done into uh, like the cool world of I want to say golf apparel, but now it's almost like if I'm tailgating or if I'm, there's so many things I could wear this stuff to, and we're getting into the cooler months. I'm in Atlanta, so it's like hit or miss on whether it's cool or not. Dan's in Raleigh, so it's like, yeah, he may get a few more cool days than I do. You're an Austin dude. I mean, it's always cool in Austin, but not temperature-wise. <laughs> Today is literally the first day it's dropped below, like, 50 in, in the entire fall. So it's actually cold today. For Austin, this is cold. Mm. But, um, yeah. No, yeah. You guys, I appreciate you, the threads you guys are rocking, uh, you know, for this call. You guys are looking good. Yeah, I think so. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying. We appreciate uh, we appreciate the opportunity to wear them, man. And uh, you know, so we uh, we do actually play a lot of golf, and uh, we talk a lot of talk with a lot of folks out on the golf course, and. I do see it, and I, I I really think though, like what started out as like, um, I mean, I felt like when I first got introduced, and I I don't know, I I, I don't, I mean, you guys, I mean, how long you when would you start? Like, yeah. when did you really think you started? Um, you know, it's uh, Billy and I. So uh, my co-founder, um, we are lifelong friends. We met when we were in kindergarten together uh so you know whatever how old that is five or six and um we've uh known each other you know grew up together went to high school went to elementary school together um uh basically the the, the short answer is 10 years okay uh the long answer goes back to elementary school <laughs> but um it's uh it's it's been a great ride uh he, billy and i are still you know the best of friends um so i think you know anytime you start a business with one of your best friends it's it's a little bit of a, a roll of the dice i think you know you, you definitely don't want to jeopardize a, a friendship but i think when it works it can be awesome and luckily for us it's been um you know a, a great uh, experience and i think it's actually brought our friendship to kind of a, a next level that you know we've never never had before because we've never you know worked together on anything so it's been a lot of fun um so it's been 10 years. We've kind of gone, uh, you know, slow and steady and, and had good growth. We've been, an, you know, an independent brand. So we haven't raised like, you know, any venture capital money, um, you know, bootstrap the business. So, um, you know, it's it's we feel lucky that, you know, we've, we've gotten it to where it's is today and been able to hire people, you know, a lot smarter than than Billy and myself. <laughs> Well, that's always well, key. All you have to be good at is being friends, and then you can advance from that point with, uh, you know, put a good staff around you. Yeah, no, it's been great. And, and to your uh, point earlier about, you know, golf or what, what is this? I mean, for us, we've always been about the 19 pole. So, I mean, it, they are, these are hmm. clothes that we designed for, for the golf course, cheers. But it's, it's really, yes, you know, 
it's really more about like you know being able to wear it where you spend the majority of your time and you know we wish it was always at the literal 19th hole, but um, just being comfortable and, and kind of effortlessly, you know, stylish and, you know, with clothes that fit you well and um, look good and, and, you know, you feel good wearing them. Well, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. And I'm like, uh, you know, I love your shirts. And then I'm like going, shit, you came out with those jackets and the vest. You probably got a pullover on right now, maybe I, I do. over top of a shirt. Yeah. And I'm like going, good. I mean, you just keep hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And uh, I don't know who's designing this stuff for you. If you guys are doing it, if somebody else is doing it for you, if you're, Hey, give me a, give me an idea. And then, and then I'm going to tune it in the way that I see myself walking into the night teeth. Oh, and even now, I mean, and, and I see it more and more often. I mean, I see it on the golf course. I see it. Um, and, and even I, may even see it more off the golf course when it's like, Hey man, what, what about uh, steak and cake? You want to show up for that? And then, you know, I'm starting to see it. I'm start, but I'm starting to see it go down a road. It's like, uh, Hey, shouldn't we be going down? You know, and, and not a, it's not, no, I didn't mean that negatively, Dan. No, I didn't take uh, it as but, negative. But I mean, the, oh yeah, no, good. But I mean, it's like, Hey man, I mean, let's go, let's go and eat steak, you know, and, and have a drink. And, and it's like, this is now becoming, um, and especially in the times that we're that we've been going through over the past nine, 10, 11 months, whatever you want to call it, uh, I'll keep it. I'll, I'll reduce it to that. And, and it's like, this is really, I mean, you guys are really making a name for yourselves and you can go on and on about the uh, uh, individuals that are, that are sponsoring and supporting you. But I mean, yeah. it's, really cool and i mean there's cool labels there's cool monikers i just and and are you an austin guy originally and i'll just pass the ball to you and let you go yeah um no, well no i i grew up in uh billy and i met in in new york city um we grew up in manhattan together and uh uh that's where we met at, at in kindergarten but I, I haven't lived there in a long time and um i've been in austin for about 11 years i moved here to start the business with Billy. He had been here for um, a good handful of years before before I got here. And, um, you know, I think, but, you know, seeing this explosive growth that's, that's happened here in Austin over the last decade, um, and it's still, it's almost accelerated during COVID. I mean, that was amazing. I thought, oh my God, this is gonna like slow it down. But if anything, it's almost sped it up. Really, wow. Yeah, because people are, you know, companies are moving here like, to, to, to get out of, you know, places with, you know, in California, I mean, it's like cliche, but it's true. I mean, I know like a, a number of brands that, that I know pretty well that were based in San Francisco that, um, that moved here this year. Um, mm. which, you know, I think it's all, you know, a lot of people from Austin, like really don't like, like how much it's changed. Um, and I definitely can, can see why you don't want a lot of like the really great, kind of iconic Austin um, landmarks and restaurants and culture to ever change. But um, I also love that, that we're getting, you know, more diversity here. Um, we're getting better restaurants. We're getting better bars, um, you know, all of that to kind of add to this unique culture. And, and you know, I, I definitely think it is a balancing act, but hopefully kind of the, the roots of Austin. And, and that's really these, kind of hippies from the seventies who made this place what it is, 
um, you know, back in like the Willie Nelson days of like outlaw country. And, and that's really how Austin became cool. Austin, um, they still are the bedrock of, of Austin. And oh, as long as cool. they're like holding it down and keeping it real, um, you know, I don't think we're going to lose kind of the, the core, um, unique kind of personality that makes it what it is. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a, a ton of fun. Like I said, building cricket, um, it, when we started Billy and I basically, um, you know, identified a certain kind of shirt, which is, you know, uh, Dan, like the, that four button placket, you know, golf shirt that, that you're wearing there. Um, you know, that we loved and oh, you got the long sleeve version, but I, I'm wearing long sleeve that we loved. And, um, you know, thought was like a cooler version of like this, like oh, there we more and more nice, you know, cooler version of like the PK polo that we kind of grew up wearing of like the Lacoste and the Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, and it was worn by guys like Jack and, Arnie and and really our dads and Seve Balaceros. Seve rocks them and and um and, and so we love that particular style shirt with the hard collar and the deep placket. Um, the, the shirts we were you know this is ten years ago and basically like the ones we loved were the ones that we got inherited from our dads or found in thrift stores mm. and you know there was a few brands making them but like the the fits were not you know kind of what we wanted them to be. We were like, we like to call it formally athletic, you know, guys, you know, in our thirties and, um, you know, the ones that we that were out there were kind of either like a really slim fitting, you know, shirt that like just didn't work for us. And, or we'd have to go to these thrift stores and, and buy them that way. And, and well, but by that time, the material had worn so thin in certain spots. I mean, it was like, you could see through it. Yeah. And they smelled bad. So we, we really launched our brand with, you know, kind of replicating this kind of shirt that we, we both grew up loving and looked to like our dads that, you know, it's like our kind of icons, you know, rocking it. And uh, we literally took Billy and I, neither of us had apparel experience directly he was a an architect and i was my background had been in e-com and some marketing um but um we we kind of deconstructed one of these like vintage golf shirts that we love and we just are well, how can we improve on this and and we really we just get a tech pack ourselves and billy's like you know cad skills with architecture was able to kind of you know piece it all together and uh, we've got introduced to, you know, after looking around a long time and finding the right factory, kind of, you know, make our first round of shirts. I mean, that, that's something you can't just like Google, you know, yeah. how, where to make a shirt and like actually make make it happen. But so it took some, you know, figuring out and um, we launched literally with that, that one shirt. And so, you know, we did all the design for that. And for the first couple of years, it was Billy and I, you know, still doing everything and, and just kind of you know, making it, making it work and contracting out people where, where needed. Um, but now we have a team of, you know, designers and, um, we're still very involved in kind of the, the design process and, um, you know, still like have a lot of input on, you know, what we like and what we don't like. And cause I think that's like, so far it's been, you know, if you can stay true to, you know, authenticity is like, I think really important for any brand, but, for us, it's like, we don't want to make stuff that we don't want to wear, you know? And, and I think that's like a, an easy kind of like, well, do we like this? Is this something that we would 
you know, personally wear. Like we still have that kind of, we're that small of a company that we're still like involved in all those kinds of decisions. And, but thankfully we have like a team of like real apparel designers now that, you know, can kind of, you know, just make the best shirt we possibly can make. And we've just improved on it over the years too. Um, so it's, um, you know, they've done a great job. And, uh, like I said, in the beginning, like just being able to hire people that are smarter and uh, than you are. I mean, it's uh, a key to think, you know, any successful business. It's an interesting st- it's a couple of things. Uh, so you, you, you put the pocket on there. So we've got the placard with the, with the buttons and, and, and I, I'm with, and, and you get the pocket and I think the pocket is kind of what gravitates back towards, uh, you got the uh, on fleece. If that's uh, I don't know if it's fleece or not. I didn't look at the label, but not the shirt, but the jacket and the yeah. pullover, you, you make a lot of fleeces. You can make a lot of vests yeah. and, and your like kind of logo is, uh, you know, you, you've got the cricket design and then you've got the logo, um, uh, cricket pocket that just kind of accentuates like, Hey, Oh, I know what you're wearing. And you've actually created a lifestyle brand, man. And it's, um, I don't know how it's not going to grow. Thanks man. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you, like you said, in that pocket and like specifically like the pocket flap, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that little detail that, that makes it a, a recognizably cricket shirt. And it also like makes it vintage, right? Mm-hmm. Like it has that, like, you know, like those are the shirts that those guys I mentioned earlier, like, you know, we're wearing. And I think that's what really gives it. It's like, it's a deep placket, it's the hard collars, but it's also that pocket flap that really like not every brand is doing. I mean, a lot of brands do like a deep placket, you know, pocketed shirt, but yeah, well, we'll see if any of our listeners go back and watch and if they want to comment, but I, I can name at least two masters that, um, that Jack won with a pocket flap and a yellow shirt. Mm-hmm. And I can't name any masters that tiger won with a, even a pocket on his shirt. Yeah. So, but I can name a few without a collar. So I don't know. Maybe we got something. Maybe hey, Hobson, Maybe we got something coming here, bud. I don't think we're going to be doing any mocks anytime soon. <laughs> I'm just, just thinking the boss, but just yeah. thinking. Formally, you can't be formally athletic and wear one of those shirts. Yeah, you, you have to be very athletic. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> I, I was not insinuating that I was ever going to be Tiger Woods. <laughs> Well, the one thing that catches me in wearing this is just the comfort, though. The comfort is, like, to your point, I mean, it looks more like the retro kind of look or whatnot, but it's got the the flex and the feel to wear. It's extremely comfortable, comfortable to wear. Yeah, I think, you know, that's obviously, like, something we, you know, think about. You want to have a shirt that, like, right when you put it on, you're like, oh, my God, like, this is the most comfortable shirt that yeah. I've ever put on. And that's, like, the softness of the fabric, just the quality of, you know, the, the cotton, um, we do make a lot of different kind of blends. Now, when, when we started, we were literally like hundred percent cotton. That was like the only fabric we made. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we've now, we're now making performance stuff. And, you know, I, I think our aversion to the performance stuff out of the gate was that most of it was really ugly, you mm-hmm. know, like we just were seeing these like hideous looking, like the texture just didn't work well with the print or you what know, do you mean? Just like, the, you know, it's like those really shiny performance mm. shirts you see on the golf course mm. that are just not attractive. Like I mean, shark skin kind of stuff that yeah, didn't do like, it. 
you know, you, you're worried if like you light a match near them. That's you know, <laughs> when I go. <laughs> so I think we were just kind of like, just wanted to just have a classic cotton, you know, nice looking, you know, shirt that was, you know, you could wear on the course. Granted, a lot of guys aren't not going to wear cotton on the course, but you know, it's, you, you might change into it after your round or whatever. Like, again, we were more concerned with, you know, the 19th hole. Like, honestly, I, we didn't care really if you wore it on the golf course. Like we just, it was, a, it was more about like, I want to look good and feel good. Yeah. yeah. Like wherever I am, you no, know, hang it, hang it in the club in your, uh, at your locker at the clubhouse. And when you go shower and change up, you can wear that, uh, yeah. yeah. And so then, but you know, over the years, we, we now like we do offer a lot of performance stuff. You know, I think we, you know, but still number one is like, you know, how do you do that in a way that like does not have that like shiny, ugly golf shirt, like kind of, you know, label to it. And that, you know, I think we've gotten, you know, pretty good at that too. Do you get a lot of feedback on that from uh, your, uh, your, your followers or your purchasers or yeah. buyers and, oh, yeah, and like, yeah. We get a lot of, you know, reviews and, um, you know, I think that, you know, fit fabric, those are like two super important things. And that's usually what the comments are about. Like, Oh, the shirt fit me great. It feels great. You know, and the versatility of being able to, to, to wear our shirts in a lot of different places. And, and I would say the other comment we get a lot is like, man, I, I get a lot of compliments wearing this shirt. Like, oh, that's cool. It, it, it kind of like stands out, you know, I think it's the, the, the pot, like the stuff we talked about earlier, but like, it just looks, you know, really sharp. And, and, um, you know, that's, I love hearing that feedback when people are getting just like compliments. Cause you know, that just means they're like feeling good when they're, when they're rocking, you know, our brand. So. Mm-hmm. Great to hear. Which and I love, uh, you know, Raleigh and Atlanta. I, I went to college in, um, and Chapel Hill. Okay, uh, cool. So it's, it's been a lot of time in North Carolina. My family, well, a lot of them live in Raleigh, and uh, my mom uh, was from Eastern North Carolina. Okay, uh, Instant North Carolina. Oh, all right. Um, and um, you know, that's what, so that's where you grew up. No, I grew up in New York City, but um, but I spent a lot of time in, in you know. Oh, you just spent a lot of time down there. Yeah, yeah, and I went to college. Yeah, Chapel Hill. It. Uh, so you're a Ram. Tar- what do they, what do tar- they call tar- those tar- guys? Tar- yeah, a ram? The tar- they call them rams? The tar Heels. <laughs> Technically a ram. Yeah. And then Kinston's kind just, of like uh, Eastern North Carolina of barbecue kind of country over there. And like Wilson and all that. Right. You know, so yeah. Yeah. It's great barbecue. Yeah. Uh, like Kings is mm-hmm. a pretty famous barbecue mm-hmm. spot. I mean, now I'm, I'm in Austin. I mean, barbecue is, you know, you got the cow here and <laughs> big is King in, in Eastern North Carolina, but yeah. yeah. And then North Carolina's got the, you know, vinegar-based barbecue in eastern north carolina versus the tomato you know mm-hmm. barbecue mm-hmm. Uh, sauce in western north carolina so no I, I love eastern north carolina and you know the the, the a really good barbecue sandwich is it's hard to beat that that's a good point yep for Pork. sure for sure yeah I don't know if you're committed to any, um, uh, I do want, I want to talk about a lot of things, but number one, I want to talk about, do you know, still Austin bourbon? I do. Still Is Austin the, bourbon whiskey. Do you know Austin, this? Right? I think so. Yeah. That's, they make them, um, 
out. I think it's South Austin, not too far from us. Yeah. Yeah. South Austin. That's where they're at. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So we, we got to get you connected with those. I mean, you can get yourself connected, but I'll tell you what, we had a chat with a dude and I'm not trying to promote him. I'm just, uh, you know, I mean, it's Austin and where Austin is, is where Austin stays. And to your point, it's like, uh, you want to promote people and, uh, kind of make hay, right? Totally. No, so, it's the community of like entrepreneurs in Austin is, has been really awesome uh, to be a part of I think that's, something that, um, you know, in the last 10 years for, especially for brands like consumer brands like ours has really taken off in Austin. And, um, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, probably one of the most rewarding things about, you know, doing what we're doing is just connected to all these other cool brands that support one another. And, and, um, there's no like competition. I mean, everyone's really genuinely trying to like lift everyone up. And, um, so very cool. That's yeah. And it's still got that like nice Southern, you know, no, don't you miss that though? I mean, by growing up in New York, I mean, if you're, if, if you're in New York, God, I mean, don't you miss that? No, I hated that. I, I think about you know, the fact that my mom was from the South and, um, from Kinston. And I think I always had that kind of like non New Yorker, kind of vibe about me, you know, and like, I didn't like the cutthroats of New York. I didn't like, you know, getting on, like feeling like people were like, if you like bump them by mistake, like they were going to like jump down your throat, you know, and like, you couldn't look at someone the wrong way on the subway. And yeah. All that stuff was, was like, I, I, that, that always bothered me about New York and the rat race and like the competitiveness of, um, you know, New York city and, and all the, the kind of the, 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 the people on the fast track there. I mean, Austin, I feel like is great because it's got like, you know, the, the really nice things about the, the South and the, you know, people being kind and, and thoughtful and, and trying to help one another. And, but also like, is not slow, you know? So it's, it's got a lot. Oh no. Hey, and, and the traffic is getting better. It, well, it's been, it's, it's, no, it's I'm actually, fucking joking. It ain't getting better. Better in COVID. I mean, cause I mean, but that sucks though. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's, but it's also got like a lot of like things going on. So it's like, you never feel like, Oh, there's nothing to do in, you know, in this city. And you know, if anything, I'm always like, Oh man, I wish I could do get out more. I wish I could do, you know, the, so for me, it's like been a, a great spot to, to kind yeah. of, uh, to, to grow a business and not, you know, I've got two small kids and, you know, for them to, they're, they're definitely Texans. They're born here. Oh, that's cool. You know, 11 and eight. So they're, uh, it's been a great place to kind of, you know, kind of be a dad. It's interesting to, yeah. To, to, I mean, but it's a good thing, right? I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you separate yourself? And all of a sudden just organically, you got separated and moved down and started a business and now something happens and it's like, I'm in a good spot that I don't have to worry about things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's no, really cool. No, no, I mean, I'm still worrying. You still worry about stuff. Well, no, no, right. you, I mean, you can still be uh, aware, but I mean, you're in a position that, um, hey, man, we can actually maneuver around in our own kind of way. And we don't have to worry about people. You, know, you do. You have to worry about everybody. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Is Austin good? I mean, is it, uh, is everything really good down there right now? Because. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, look, I mean, every good, I'm not sure. I mean, everything, you know, is not, 
the way it was in, in, in 2019. I think, um, you know, all things considered during COVID is it is it's been a pretty good place to be. I think, um, the fact that our weather is, is generally pretty warm, like we can get outside and, and do a lot of, you know, outdoor activities. Like we're not even in the winter. I mean, today is cold, but most of the time, like even at school, like my kids are outside mm-hmm. a lot of the day. Um, I mean, so in, in, in that respect, I think, um, you know, Austin's been a, a good place to kind of be hunkering down during this, this COVID situation. But, um, you know, I, I'm worried for Austin for a lot of the, the great things that, you know, we mentioned earlier about, you know, the culture of Austin. And a lot of that is this, it's a live music capital of the, of the world. Yep. And, you know, there's awesome music venues and a lot of these venues have not, you know, been able to be open for right. the longest time. And it, yeah. it may make it through, you know, this, this uh, pandemic. Um, Cause that, if they can't, that, you know, that's going to, that'd be terrible for Austin. Yeah. Um, Cause that's really what, you know, when people come to visit for, uh, South by Southwest. I mean, they, they get to experience these great music venues and, you know, that's what, you know, like what we said earlier about, you know, back in the, the outlaw country days of the, the Armadillo cafe and Willie Nelson, like that's what made Austin. That's what like helped put it on the map. And, um, so that, that I am concerned about, you know, the, those types of places kind of, and, and great dive bars and, uh, kind of making it through, through this and, um, thankfully, I think, you know, some, some folks in Austin are kind of rallying around some of these spots to kind of, you know, help, help that make that happen. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm if you, gonna... if you kill Dale Watson, I'm going to be pissed, <laughs> not you, but I'm yeah. saying if COVID kills off Dale Watson, yeah. I'm going to be pissed. I'm thinking he's pickled and it can happen. But we'll see. Yeah. He plays at the continental club, which is really close to where I'm at right now. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but that, that's, I've like, heard about cool. it. I've never been, but, but yeah. I've seen him and Miss Celine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Many times. I mean, just like, you know, he'll have a weekly gig there on like, you know, whatever. I think it was, I can't remember the day. Like a random Tuesday. Yeah, every week you'll play there. And I mean, James McMurtry has an, a weekly gig at yeah. Wednesday nights. And yeah. There's never a lack of good music under normal circumstances to, to see in Austin. And it's just a, you know, weekly thing. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed that when we get on the other side of this, that, you know, we can all get back to, to doing that. Yeah. Uh, but back to, so back to cricket, Dan, you had a question. Uh, well, I love the 19th hole vibe and, um, you know, just what, everything you guys got going on in terms of how it plans together. Cal and I were talking about the tags and how you have yeah. these little, um, um, uh, cocktails and all of them. So we got the whiskey sour, the bourbon beach, and just, you know, how did that come about? Yeah, that we've been doing that for a while. Which one's that? Tom Collins? Yeah. Yes. We've, uh, I think, you know, we just kind of thought that it was to fit the brand. And, um, you know, we, it, I, I can't remember what, I'm trying to think of the first drink cocktail we put on the back of that. I, actually, I do, I think we named it after a friend of ours. Oh, cool. uh, it was called like the Sci Sci South Side, I think is what we did. Um, but, um, it's just, you know, like when you it's just something interesting to yeah. put on a hang tag and like, Nineteenth hole. As, like you can use it as a coaster. You could, you know, we we're just trying to make it also like 
feel like something you could actually like use for something else. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about it as a coaster actually yeah. until just now. That's cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> instead of a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and we actually, it's funny. Like we, so we did that just kind of like, we thought it was like on brand and, and just kind of was, a, was a good use of that, you know, kind of space. And since we've been doing that, you know, we get approached by like liquor companies and as we've gotten bigger, it's like, yeah, well, Hey, we'd love to, still awesome nice and um you don't get on the hang and one of the things they mention is the hang tag so like for them it's like all right well drop you know like instead of you know making certain cocktail and we haven't really done this i'm not sure if even any of the ones you threw up there actually have like branded names on them but can we say them we can say them can you say them yeah sure i mean bullet i think they, they sent us a few bottles of bullet and we're like uh, okay sure. bullet <laughs> it's not like an aid deal i mean it's like we Ooh. like seersuckers southern style gin yeah Oh. oh yeah, your sucker. They they were uh, another friend. I mean, none of this is is any paid stuff. I mean, it's just literally no, 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 friendly stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, friendly. And then Garrison, I got a, this is the Garrison brothers. I don't know if you guys ever. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think they're coming on the show in a few weeks. Oh really? Cool. You, you yeah. can hold it up and show it. All right, I'm gonna pour myself. Actually, why don't you? Uh, well, wait a minute. Uh, let me. I'm gonna. I need to pop a bottle. Of, well, I'll just pop another bottle. Of this. Eh. Oh, they're Pops super popular in, in Austin. I mean, Garrison is Austin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're friends with them and they, you know, send us some, some, some stuff. So like I said, it's just a super collaborative, uh, town and, um, which, you know, where we've been psyched to be a part of. Yeah. That's really cool. Make sure for these companies and stuff like that. Yeah. I caught my eye earlier when I was looking at it and I was like, I didn't even think about it. So How do you feel about the Garrison stuff? Uh, sorry, Dan, go ahead. Sorry. Feel good about it. And this is another Austin company is Yeti. So that's right. Yeah. Cricket. Oh, Yeti. oh the, the Yeti. Yeah. yeah. They're not small anymore, but I mean, you know, we know the two guys that they're not small that, anymore that founded that. And, um, you know, we do stuff with them too. So, I mean, it's like I said, it's very supportive. Very cool. Yeah. I forgot about Yeti. They're, yeah, they're yeah, huge. Now. You guys got a really cool <laughs> relationship set up in. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the Luke Wilson stuff happen? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Luke, um, you know, early on when Bill and I launched it, um, we sent Luke a few shirts uh, through a friend of, of Billy's um, who was really good friends with Luke. Luke's a, a Texas guy. Yeah. He's from Dallas. Yeah. He comes to Austin a lot. Like some of his best friends live in Austin. Um so sent up Luke a few shirts and really didn't think much, you know, about it. And then, you know, fast forward a couple of years, Luke starts wearing them on, you know, the Today Show, and you know he's promoting a, a film that he was on, and it was the shirts that we had sent him like a couple of years before. <laughs> we we're like, oh man, that's awesome! Like Luke's wearing our our shirts, like we should send him some, some new shirts too. You know, we want him like looking his best and crisp. And so we're like, all right, well, you know, let, let's, let's, a, let's send him some new shirts. And then B at that point, we'd gotten, you know, the business to something that was like beyond Billy and I like right. packing boxes in his back house, you mm-hmm. know, it was, you know, we're like, all right, you know, would maybe Luke would be interested in, you know, talking to us about our business and potentially maybe helping us, you know, kind of promote it and, um, so through this, this friend of Billy's, this mutual friend, we were able to 
the next time Luke came to town, uh, he came into our, our office, which in our, our store, which we call the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, we just kind of hung out with him for a couple hours and uh, showed him all the shirts and, and luckily for us. And it was just like a, we hit it off. And, and the number one thing was, is that Luke loved that style of shirt. Mm-hmm. Like he was like Billy and I, like he grew up in this. He like would see his dad's wearing it. Like that was the style shirt that he just loved to wear. Um, so it wasn't like a departure from where, what his style was. He's a very classic, yeah. just cool dude. And it's, you know, wears just kind of simple stuff. And um, so, you know, he, he just, he likes it just organically. So we were able to, you know, basically just like talk with him for a while and, and figure out a, you know, a relationship that he was able to help us kind of promote the brand and kind of an organic way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think his Texas kind of roots and just the way we kind of hit it off is kind of, you know, similar age guys and um, all kind of fit together perfectly. Uh, Very cool. you know, it wasn't through like his Hollywood agent. It wasn't through like some corporate deal. I mean, it was literally like doing what we're doing right now, just in person. You know, that was like our intro. Yeah. Well, when I was looking at it on the side, it certainly feels that way. It feels more of the organic kind of way and, and, and perfect kind of fit, right. With the Texas vibe and, and the golf vibe and, and it, it I couldn't have thought of a better personality for it in terms of, you know, helping you yeah, grow yeah. your brand. Yeah, for sure. It, it's awesome. I mean, it helps for sure with like, you know, just getting people to, you know, to kind of stop, you know, as you have like a half second for people's attention spans these days, it's like having a guy like Luke that, you know, can kind of help, you know, get the brand out there. It just like helps kind of, you know, people stop thumb stop is what you call it. You know? <laughs> thumb stop. Okay. <laughs> really yeah. on their social feeds. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he plays a ton of golf. I mean, he, he plays, you know, any chance when he's not acting, you know, he's probably on the golf course. So that brings up a good point. Yeah, so you guys, golf. you guys are big golfers, right? So where do you, where do you guys play in, in the Austin area? Yeah, I would say we're, we're kind of, we're, we love golf and, you know, we're more about the camaraderie than the, the competition. Sure. Um, yeah. But um, we play, there's a great course uh, in, in Austin called uh, Lions Municipal Golf Course, which oh, cool. is this, it was the first, um, it's an old course. It was actually the first desegregated, um, golf course in the South. Um, it's got a lot of history behind it and, um, it's, it's a local muni and it's basically under threat. Um, kind of a, one of the things we, we get behind is the save muni uh-huh. organization nonprofit here in, in Austin that is working to try to protect this, uh, local municipal course, uh, lions from from being developed and basically mm. it's it's literally right in like the smack middle of austin this green space and it's got like a lot of you know historical significance and it's a really really fun great golf course to play on um but it's also worth a, a gazillion dollars <laughs> sure yeah you know like a developer if they're gonna like you know if they're gonna make it like you know put some Starbucks in there. And, <laughs> yeah. um, it's uh, so, you know, we've been trying to, so that's where we play mainly mm-hmm. and that's where like my kids play. And yeah, it's called, it's uh Lions municipal golf course is the actual golf course, but the nonprofits are, are safe Muni and um, 
uh, Muni Conservancy. So it's, uh, you guys are par sister town over to Houston, and you know they just had what the Houston Open was played at a municipal right there in Houston, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 That was very I cool. This, I didn't follow it too much. I was probably busy with my kids. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But no, there was, um, I was looking, it was funny because they were, when they were talking about it and while you were watching it, they were talking about how I think it was, you know, Hey, this is a municipal course. You can get out there. I think for like, you know, under 40 bucks, you can play 18 yeah. there. And so then they got these guys and out there playing a very, very cool. I mean, obviously we're of the same kind of cause where we, we are, we're, we're all for making sure these things kind of got their history and heritage and they don't get, you ought to uh, be able to be able to afford to play golf. And, and, um, and they don't get, uh, you know, developed for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it'd be a real, uh, crime if, if, you know, we lost uh, lines here in Austin. It's uh, got a lot going for it. So, and really, just the the green space too. Num- number one, too. I mean, it's you know, Austin is growing so so much that it's you know the, losing a huge track of land like that with all these great trees and wildlife, and you know that would be a, a huge bummer yep so hobson you've uh, you've been in austin for 11 years you said yeah. 11 years now so if uh diamond in the rough we always like to ask us of our of our guests so diamonds of the rough diamonds diamonds in the rough uh where do you uh where do you like to to go uh off the beaten path in terms of you know like restaurants that kind of thing to where if you're not going to the major tourist place you know where do you go Cool. Yeah. I mean, for, uh, I'd say restaurants, I mean, tourist place, I, I avoid like Sixth street, you okay. know, All right. I would say that's number one, like, uh, avoid Sixth street. Um, but, um, you know, places you know, for food, Austin does a, you know, a few things really, really well. I think Tex-Mex is, is mm-hmm. something that, you know, we're, we're known for. I eat queso probably three days <laughs> a week, but, uh, <laughs> Hobson, do you like to cook? I love to eat. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a great cook. My my wife is a a chef, and uh, so like I'm I'm blessed to have a, a great uh, wife who can who far exceeds my kind of skill level in in the in the cooking department. She was a she worked out in California in a number of restaurants. So, but I mean Austin, so. You know, it's got great Tex-Mex. Yeah. I mean, I think if you come to town, I would, you know, recommend like you got to have like Taco Deli, mm. which is one of our kind of uh, famous uh, taco spots in town. Like I could eat that breakfast, lunch and dinner, really, um, <laughs> with queso the entire time. <laughs> and, queso. Uh, you know, th- there's another place um, right on South First called Fresas. Um, which is another Tex-Mex, but like really clean. These places are like, you know, you don't, you, you'll eat a lot of chips and queso, but you don't feel completely gutted when you, when you leave, you know, it's like, it's kind of like they, it's, it's good ingredients. It's clean. It's, you know, delicious food. Um, then, um, you know, the other thing is, you know, you know, barbecue is no joke here. I mean, like, you know, Franklin's is, you know, and, from Austin. I mean, we very much, I saw the hours wait. Uh, yeah. I, I still have not like fully waited in the line, but I've had it thankfully, but, um, one, you know, sitting in the line, I guess. Uh, but, um, you know, the, I think that, uh, you know, Tex-Mex barbecue, um, are two that I would, I would definitely recommend. And then, you know, as far as like nightlife, I mean, I think there's some incredible bars I mean, great dive bars here in town. There's, 
one we we love is uh, the Deep Eddy Cabaret. Mm. Um, really close to to Lions, kind of the 19th hole of Lions. Mm. One of these like Austin iconic places that've been around for I think 50 years. Or um, and then actually downstairs now they have a a fun uh, place in the basement uh, called Pool Burger, which is uh, just a great burger joint, um, but connected to to the Deep Eddy Cabaret. Um, oh, and then, cool. um, another spot I love is, uh, the white horse saloon. Um, it's just a, a, oh, yeah. an awesome dive bar pool joint, um, which just has phenomenal music, you know, seven nights of the week. Oh, that's um, cool. So, yeah. There, there's a number of, of great music venues in the continental club that we mentioned earlier with Dale Watson. Um, there's just, I think Austin excels at, you know, nightlife and food yeah i heard mcmurtry talking about the continental club and playing there like on a wednesday or whatever i've always wanted yeah. to go go with, i've never been to austin i just always wanted to go do that and, and see him do that and be fun it's cool i would love to you know as a dad of two young kids i, I can never stay up that late anymore but like <laughs> if it's i would love to like do that every wednesday at midnight so he's out yeah mcmurtry plays late right yeah probably yeah. yeah yeah very cool well what else didn't we cover hobson no, it's just been great. I mean, I appreciate you guys having me on and, um, I might have to run back to my, I, I feel that I'm feeling the hook of my, you know, kids pulling me right now. So, yeah. Uh, well, no, Hobson, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Again, yeah. extremely comfortable, great brand. And, um, we're, we're looking forward to sharing it with everybody. Cause I think, uh, helping get the word out. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.